0: Hi everybody, welcome to Truth Be Told, Living with MS I'm Marie Herring, your podcast host on this lovely day I am so excited because we have Erica Richards on the line with us this morning Uh, She is with MS Radio and me Good morning Erica Oh, good morning, it's a pleasure to be here How did you find out about us? You're in Jacksonville, Florida, and we're up here in Toronto. Yes, I ran
1: across uh, your podcast. I love listening to different podcasts about uh, MS and was just, uh, you're so lovely. Loved hearing about your story. So that was wonderful. So, um, just wanted to uh, reach out to you then and uh, feature you on our show as well. So, I'm very excited to to do this
0: interview with you today. No worries. Okay, so you know my story. You know, I was 24 yeah. when I was diagnosed. Um, can you do you mind sharing your story with us, please, Erica?
1: Oh, my pleasure. Yes, I've been living with PPMS active. For 39 years
0: now, PPMS um, for our viewers, what? So, for our listeners, yeah. sorry, it's progressive.
1: Yes, primary progressive active.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, and what does that look like, uh, Hun? Uh,
1: well, PPMS uh, is only 15 percent of cases of multiple sclerosis, and PPMS active, the active form, is the rarest form of multiple sclerosis, which is about five percent of cases. Okay, uh, with primary progressive MS in general, uh, you have slow, steady progression uh, throughout the, your disease course instead of the ups and downs of uh, relapsing remitting. Uh, with PPMS active, you still have the uh, steady progressions, no re- relenting in your um, uh, actual attack, but you have what we like to call fast forward. So you still have relapses. Right. like those with relapsing remitting. So you're having constant, steady progression of your disease, and then you also get relapses, which kind of fast-forward you into your progression of your disease course and disability.
0: Okay. Um, tell me, have you have you found anything um, that uh, modifies the, the course of your disease at all?
1: Pretty much um, with uh, the progressive forms, uh, especially PPMS, There have not been any approved uh, medications that have been shown to slow progression. Uh, This year, we actually had the first medication approved, Acrevis, and um, I'm actually under testing right now to see if I'm strong enough now uh, because I had several organs that were in failure to start uh, Acrevis. So I'm Mm -hmm. very excited to finally have, you know, actual treatment options for primary progressive MS.
0: Yeah, I know they've, um, in the last uh, two years especially, I've noticed that Mm -hmm. there's been so many trials, and for all our listeners out there, um, you know, again, I'll repeat it, I mean, I was diagnosed in 1984, and there was absolutely nothing. Um, In the last Mm -hmm. two years, there's been so many new drugs approved by the FDA, and um, it's important that we keep the hope, that we keep, um, you know, the advocacy, that we keep... um, Uh, looking at what's coming up. Um, So tell me now about your radio show. This is so exciting because you've taken all the podcasts. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell us about that.
1: What we do is uh, we, MSME uh, Media, we started with one radio show, MSME Radio, and it was a singular show, a singular podcast on the network. And we, we were a global show. We reached out with information and personal experiences, interviews uh, from MSers and clinicians, physicians within the MS community. That actually has expanded over the course of the years to now be a global network. It's a 24-hour MS radio network. Um, we are international, and we air on our um Uh, radio network, and we're part of a, uh, a, sorry, we are part of the MS Global Support Network. So we're just one division of the MS Global Support Network since our merger, and we are just really, really honored to bring that to the, the MSers around the world, not only to the patients living with MS, but also their families. The, the one their loved ones impacted by multiple sclerosis, and also being able to interview clinicians, physicians, and those who serve the MS community as well, kind of bridging that gap and bringing us all together with that information.
0: Now, Erica, you said years. So, how long has this uh, has MS and Me Radio been around? And what was what was the impetus? Like what? You know, like I know how I uh, started my podcast because you know I ran into a, a young woman who was 24, and I thought, you know, if I had heard my story when I was her age, um, you know, it would have yeah. been helpful. So that was the impetus for me starting this. But what was the impetus for you starting um, Me Radio?
1: Well, it's been around a couple of years, as I said, with the uh, original mm-hmm. uh, MSME Radio show. Uh, but what really. Uh, sparked it was I was working in several groups in the MS community uh, in social media, and I wanted to find a way to reach beyond those that were uh, social media followers, because a very small percentage of our community are actually engaged in social media, So I had um, kind of based it off of the success of some of the um, go-lives on Facebook that i have been a part of, uh, my awareness video series, and I wanted to expand it beyond YouTube and Facebook and the social media forums that we had been a part of, and I just thought that radio would be a way to reach so many that don't get that information and connection like, oh, it's not just me.
0: Yeah, and and, and I I absolutely positively agree with you, because one of the reasons we started this was because I felt, um, you know, when I was first diagnosed, um, Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to go to the MS support groups, and, um, you know, because they frightened me, and what I was going to see frightened me, and so we wanted to create a community that was safe and non-judgmental, where we could offer hope, and we could answer questions. Is that what you're finding with your radio? Are you getting that kind of feedback, that that you're providing really good support?
1: Yes, it, it, very much so. It really does mirror your experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we we have that even in our social media forums, we have that, you know, as one of our primary goals is to never judge another person's personal experiences or choices with their journey. You know, we don't allow people to judge each other's treatment choices. We don't allow you know, people to be uh, isolated, you know, because they don't fit a certain mold, because we try to educate that each of our disease courses is different. What works for one person or what happens to one person living with multiple sclerosis might not happen in another type or stage of multiple sclerosis. So all of our stories are important. All of our stories are valid. All of our choices are valid you know and we want to keep that connection for those who might not be comfortable you know in an open facebook group or you know telling their story via uh, you know their own personal blogging or mm-hmm. there needs to be so many different choices so it fits the individual
0: right no exactly one of the things i wanted to ask you because you are you know like myself you've been living with this for quite some time you know, I look at my own progression, which was I had relapsing, remitting, and, you know, I I I had my first, uh, uh, you know, series of, of flare-ups when I was in my 20s, um, and I went all through my 30s, and I didn't have one flare-up. Um, and I started slipping into secondary progressive probably my late 40s. Mm. Now, when I hear people saying, I've been living with MS, and I've seen this on Facebook, and it scares me, I've been living with MS symptom-free for 20 years. Buy my products. That really worries me. Woody, how do you feel about yeah. that?
1: I believe that um, it can be sometimes genuine that people live that long, you know, with their um, symptoms at bay. So to speak, does not mean there's not progression, okay. um, but it also can mean that someone is when they're trying to sell something. Mm-hmm. It can also mean that they have an ulterior motive. And I am very cautious <laughs> Yeah, per se. Um, I don't allow in our social media groups. I do not allow people to sell products to market things. I want it to be a genuine you know, experience, and I don't think that people come for support and information to have products sold to them. So I make sure that people are hearing just genuine experiences. And, you know, I celebrate anyone who says they overcome their MS. Um, although, knowing the science, we all know that there is no cure currently, uh, there has been nothing found to. Um, at this point bring zero disease activity long term. However, we are moving toward that with the current modern treatments. There are the new drugs like Acrevas, like um, Lymtrada, and some of the others that there have been longer term trials where there is right. no disease activity for long periods of time. But that, of course, hasn't been tested over 20, 30 years. So we won't know if there is a Let's just say um, in activity, no disease activity long-term yet for any of these treatments. We've seen that with HSCT. When um, some people say, I have HSCT and I'm now cured, well, it's not a cure, it's a treatment. (laughs) Right. And we have to keep everything in perspective and know that even with wonderful treatments like that, that there's a 20% failure rate. You know, and there's there's always those patients it will not work for.
0: And so you, you Yeah, and go. the reason I bring this yeah. up, Erica, is that you know and I know that mm-hmm. all of us want a cure. I mean, every time you oh, see something on TV, works. and nothing reminds me of heartache more than the latest with uh, the fellow in Italy who said that MS mm-hmm. patients had buildups of iron and people were spending twenty and yeah. $30,000 to go to Mexico. So when I see yeah. people on Facebook saying... You know, yeah. follow me. Um, I've been living. It breaks your heart. It does. It really yeah, does. It, really, it really does. It scares yeah. me.
1: And, and uh, we've had that recently, you know, with that surge of um, instead of people getting um, the approved medical procedure of stem cell replacement, they have been fooled by these cosmetic centers. Oh, is that what it is? Stem cell treatment, which is completely different.
0: Okay. They Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, right. because I actually called them to call, you know, come yeah. on, and they called me back, and, and the they and all this, no, yeah, what they did was they, company. yeah, they sent me an email saying, oh, if you're interested in this, um, you know, give us your email, and we'll send you sending you yeah. information about the treatment. What I wanted them to do was come on and say how it works. Uh, so right. again, right. yeah, the yeah okay, of it. okay, yeah, and,
1: and you see people, you know, raising sixteen thousand dollars to give to this cosmetic center, and the whole time you're thinking. <gasps> And they're not telling them that even if they get a temporary relief of some symptoms mm-hmm. from it, if they have to redo it over okay. and over and over again and pay 20 more thousand or 16 more
0: thousand. Okay, so that's, and, you know what, Erica, that's yeah. so important because I, I just, you know, I see that so often. Um, I've loved having you. Is there anything you want to ask us about our program here? Oh yes! How long have you been doing the podcast? (laughs) Uh, Since the uh, since September, we're actually this is our eleventh podcast, so we're new. And uh, we're getting a really good following and we're so excited to be joining you guys because, um, you know, I remember, um, you know, when I first diagnosed and I was told that uh, Scotland had the uh, highest per capita case and now I'm in Canada, which now has the highest per capita case. And (laughs) now I'm looking at people I'm interviewing. It's like, you know, they're from Guyana, they're from Guatemala. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? Do you see the face of MS is changing?
1: It really, it really does. It it seems to be more global, um, because we do have global followers and we have, uh, global members in our social media forums. And I have noticed, um, and I don't think it's necessarily an increase in cases per se as much as it is an increase in the diagnosis Mm -hmm. and people, um, becoming more forward and talking about it and reaching out and seeking information. So we're becoming aware. Right. Now, of course, as you know, we don't have very good uh, numbers on actual MS cases, but that is improving. They are trying to find a way to quantify better how many actual cases there are. But um, we are getting so many more pieces of the puzzle this day. Mm -hmm. You know, just recently, you know, in the past two years, like you said, we have now, Had the discoveries of the gene mutations for MS, we didn't even even know that there was that strong of a genetic component before, and now we're starting to know. They're pinpointing the actual environmental triggers, so we now know it's not just vitamin D, and it's not just being far from the equator, although that is a component of it. That's not the only component. So we're getting a bigger picture on multiple sclerosis so i think it like you said it will lead to faster and faster you know uh, actual progress toward a cure toward better treatments toward these things that ber- bring long term no disease activity right so uh, it's an exciting time there is a lot of hope there really is
0: well you know you're you're probably going to be one of the last shows of the year and so it's such a great uh, message to earn end 2017 with um so i want to thank you so much erica for all this information all this inspiration all this hope um i really appreciate i'm so looking forward to working with you guys and you know say hi to my producer phil he's the best (laughs) oh
1: (laughs) i feel it's great it really is your your podcasts they're, they're just amazing they just bring so much information and hope you get to speak to so many people living with MS, and that's great. You know, okay. bringing that voice out there into the airwaves so people can say it's not just me. Thank okay, so Swedish. I'm not alone.
0: Okay, thanks, Erica. Bye. Have All a good right. day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>